So poop hit the fan yesterday in a way that makes me want to say a word other than poop, if you know what I'm saying. And I won't because I don't know what littles are ever in the car or with you. But back to school, even though I have this podcast and in my wellness community, we're doing all kinds of education about preparing your mental health and your physical health and your emotional health for back to school, it still just hit the fan because as moms, we are carrying so much for back to school. So I don't know how it's going for you or maybe you're preparing in a couple weeks, but I really hope that this list of five things helps because I think that we as the mom are carrying so much, not only the emotions of each child. I've been talking about this a lot this summer, just having a kid going away to college, but I also feel for their nerves in the morning of the first day. I also feel for what friends they sat with at lunch and if they ate their lunch and what classes they got and were they put in too hard of a class or too easy of a class or are they letting their little lights shine for Jesus. (laughs) There's all of those things, as well as the schedules that are just compounding. This summer was, we golfed together and we slept in and I didn't worry so much about mealtime. I kind of let them grab and go because they're those older ages, except for the younger one. But everything was just, just more quiet, just more slow, and then it just, all comes all at once, doesn't it? And so we are going to protect our mental health. I felt major anxiety yesterday morning, tightness in my chest, kind of like my heart was beating even though I don't even know that it really was. I was just, everything felt a little louder, a little brighter. I was just overwhelmed. I I had awful things happen. I was pouring rain and so I slipped walking through the front door and my pass wouldn't work to get into my neighborhood. And the awful thing happened that I'm sure that you can relate to. We got another kid's hockey schedule that was the one night, I was scared that it was the one night that we actually didn't have anything. And it made me lose it. (laughs) am I alone? Can you relate? Sometimes it's just the last thing that gets you to your tipping point. There is nothing that is awful, that can't be fixed, that we can't work around, but I felt that I needed to protect my mental health. I went to Costco and didn't shop that much. I just walked up and down the rows. (laughs) Have you been there? (laughs) Do you know those days that you're just overwhelmed. There's all the things to pack for the college kids, all the emotions of the other kids, wanting to do my best and to practice what I preach and to have wellness plans and put the oils on the kiddos in the morning and talk to them about their day after school and make sure that my husband has what he needs and make sure that I have all of this. I mean, I want to do all of the things, but it's a lot and it's very overwhelming. So I had to jump on today and talk about protecting your mental health as the mom of your of the household. Even if your kids are not there, if you're just there with pets or if you are there with just your husband, 
You are the protector of so many things of your household. It's your role as we are the ones that just naturally do a lot of these things around the house. So to manage your anxiety for this season, going into fall, going into holidays, it's only going to get more and more if you have little kids, if they have schedules, if the coaches don't always plan the life the way that you would like them to plan, right? So managing our anxiety, maintaining our self-care is so, so important. So number one, we have to talk about the schedule. (laughs) So what are the boundaries for your family? What are your non-negotiables? This year, I am not going to be able to all have dinner around the table at the same exact time very often. And that was the ultimate root cause of my freakout yesterday. And I was so overwhelmed because that is a core value of mine. That is a non-negotiable. But as the teenagers work and the younger kids have different sports schedules and my husband and I have different events that we go to, it isn't always possible. And so what are the non-negotiables in your schedule? You might be feeling right now like one kid is getting maybe just has more activities or has more concerns. Remember that between your kids or really everyone in your household, that not everybody is going to have the same exact amount of time, that sometimes things are fair, but they're not equal, right? And so that's hard for me to take sometimes because one of my kids has made a team that's going to be a big time commitment for our family. We wanted to give him that opportunity. He worked super duper hard, but it's it's hard. There's a rub there. I'm I'm needing to make sure that there's very intentional time with the other kids. Um, especially as the teenagers, I'm seeing how quickly this time goes. I don't want to just be ships passing in the night. So in your schedule, Where are those quality times put in? And they have to be held sacred. For me, date night is sacred. The times with each kid for a date night or for really quality time that either me alone or Bobby and I together can be talking, can be having these things. Now, if you're in the car, you kind of get a lot more of that talking time. So I definitely value that. Um but to be making sure that we're not allowing the kids to be on their screens and that we're really using that time to connect with them. We are going into the years where these quality conversations are so, so important, and I have to be available for that. If that means to stop my day earlier so that I can talk to them when they come home, whatever is necessary to have those conversations with those in your home, has to be the most important thing that is scheduled into the calendar. And even if it's tricky, (laughs) it needs to happen. So what boundaries need to be set? This is getting to the root cause of your anxiety. Your anxiety isn't because, even because life is busy. When we get anxiety, it's usually because something's out of whack. We're, We're not in balance. We are being stretched too thin. We're afraid that something's going to fall through the cracks. We're afraid that 
their nutrition is going to fall through the cracks and you're going to have to run through drive through too much or you're afraid that you're not going to be able to talk to them. There's always a deep fear when it comes to anxiety. And so I know that's what mine was yesterday. I was just scared that I was going to lose connection with my husband and with the kids if the hockey team takes the last night that was free. (laughs) Okay, number two feels like a to-do list. So if this is triggering you because you're already overwhelmed, hear me out. Number two is to be prepared. But you can't be prepared unless you have time to get prepared. So for example, meal planning, setting your routine, Um, brain dumping is something that I am a really big fan of, just trying to get rid of everything rather than trying to remember too much. When I'm trying to keep too much in my brain and I have to rely on my memory, it, it gives me more anxiety. But when I just dump it all out, oh, I know that it's all on the list, but here's the trick. If you just dump it on the list and just try to plow through the list as much as possible in one day, it also brings anxiety. So decide what is for today. When Whenever you're in a calm space, is it early in the morning? Are you trying to get up before the kids? It might be when you're in the bathroom because that might be the only time if you have littles at home, <laughs> that might be the only time that you're alone, right? It might be late at night. It might be when you tell your husband or ask grandma to come over and say, I just need to organize my week. So being prepared is finding that root cause of the anxiety and really counteracting it. So deciding where everything's going to go. If you can't get groceries and you're having to run through fast food every night because you just didn't have time to plan and shop, Let's get to the root cause of what's causing the disruption in the home. So, and then setting the routines is part of being prepared. So is there a little nighttime checklist that you can make? My stepson is seven years old. He still does really well when he has a little checklist that he can go back to look at. He struggles with ADHD and it's hard for him to work through the plan in the morning and stay on track. So a little checklist is really good. His brain reminds me of my brain. I do best when I have a little checklist. I have had to come up with like a self-care checklist that I can go through and say, this is what's wrong, Kari. This is why you're feeling anxiety. You haven't eaten. You haven't given your body nutrition. You have, you know... (laughs) Just not done the things that you need to do. I even do well with a checklist. So be prepared, set those routines, plan the week, um, and, and find little times where all of that stuff comes together. So this brings me to number three. Self-care has to happen even when life gets busy. Self-care might look different in the fall than it looked in the summer. In the summer, the kids were sleeping in and I was sitting outside and I was golfing with my boys and riding the golf cart. You know, I was, it was a much more chill time. In the fall, I immediately started telling myself yesterday that I had to get up super early and go. And already by the first day, I could tell that the anxious feelings were like 
300% more than the last day of summer. It can't be that way. Your nervous system can't take it, okay? So what is it that's going to maintain your mental health and your self-care during this time? Is it preparing everybody's meals for even you being at home, even your lunch for the next day, the night before? Is it listening to music in the morning and just calm? Is it having the music off? Because that just provides another level of noise that, that gets the whole house amped up. Is it just making sure that you're breathing? Is it doing a workout? Or is the workout right now? Do you need to just go for a walk as a family after school because the workout right now is really stressing you out of how to get everybody to school and to get to the gym or whatever it is. So not letting yourself go this time, really keeping track of what you need to do for your own mental health. Is it just sitting for a couple minutes where you might need to put in your phone at... 10 o'clock, maybe the baby is down or the preschooler is at pre-K or everybody is going to be home, you know, in the afternoon. And so it's right before they come home. Is it setting a little alarm that says, this is the time where I'm just going to sit and be still? This is what I had to do today. (laughs) And then make sure that you're using your oils. If you are following me on Instagram, please jump over. It's Kari Davis underscore the well on Instagram. And I started an anxious feelings highlight. So if you look at those little bubbles under my name, it'll it'll show what I use for my anxious feelings. Today, Adaptive absolutely saved me. The capsules that I use, they have GABA in them. Um, a bunch of botanicals that just, it's not a pharmaceutical. If a pharmaceutical is something that you need, then I am not going to be the one to say just to get off of everything and take something natural. But for me, that takes the edge off and it really, really helps. As well as using the adaptive oil I really like, I put it in the diffuser. I also put it in my hands and took a really, really deep breath That's just a way to help you breathe. So it's really good for calming your central nervous system. And then there's also another combo that I love, balance and serenity together. (laughs) The joke used to be that it was called the liquid Xanax blend. So it's essential oils. It's all natural plant-based, but together they have a really amazing calming effect. And so I put a link to show you what I use and to what has made a really, really amazing difference. So what does your self-care plan look like? <laughs> it, it might be changing right now, and we have to acknowledge that, but we cannot be skipping it. Remember, self-care is not selfish. It is not unnecessary. It is for your mental health. It's for your emotional health, your physical health, and they're all tied together. So what do you need to calm, be still, and to be thinking about how to take care of yourself? And number four is to manage expectations and to get real with your expectations. Like I said about you feeling empathy and feeling a lot of emotion for your family right now, what are your expectations for the kids for school? What are your expectations for your husband helping you? What are your expectations for yourself? Are you just going to roll up your sleeves this year and just plow through everything, be all things to all people? 
Or are you going to ask for help? Giving everyone some responsibilities this year, giving yourself a break, (laughs) giving yourself a plan so that you know that you can do it, Um, setting some short-term goals, long-term goals for the year, what you want mealtimes to look like, what you want your schedule to look like. This all ties together. So it's just so, so important to get clear on your own expectations and to explain those expectations to your family. If you're feeling disconnected, if you're feeling like you're really scared that you're not going to get quality time with everyone, talk to your family about that. If you are getting already anxious that all the laundry is going to pile up and there's just so much for you to do, explain to your family what you do in a day and how everyone needs to pitch in and help. Can you tell how much I'm talking about myself right now? Number five is to say no. (laughs) Say no to those things that don't fit in your non-negotiables for your family. Say no to the things that don't yet have a plan to happen. If you don't feel that you have a handle on your meal planning and your routines and everything that you have going on in a day, if it all has a time and a place and you're ready, then great. Take something on for PTO. Take something on in the neighborhood or watching a friend's child or whatever it is. But not until you feel comfortable with your self-care, with your expectations, with your plan, with your schedule, okay? Because otherwise, you're going to add more on the plate, more on the plate, more on the plate, and the plate can't handle everything. It can only handle what is yours to handle in a healthy, healthy way. And so please take these admonitions with so much love. I have been there as a, as a young mom. I've been there as a middle mom. Now my kids are getting older, but I've started all over with stepkids. <laughs> I have been there in so many different seasons, and I have been the mom that has added, 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 had no self-care in the non-negotiables, kind of had a schedule, but it was only whatever everyone else was telling me to do, And it really, really took a toll. It takes a toll on my weight. (laughs) It takes a toll on my stress level. It takes a toll on my emotional health, my mental health, and how much capacity I have to show and to give love and to serve people with joy and gratitude. And that is what I want for my family. It's what I want for yours. And I am here to help you every step of the way.